This is AgriPulse Daybreak West from Monday, August 15th. Good morning. I'm Jeff Daly. Here's today's headlines. Blumenfeld steps down. Anti-dam staffer retires. And climate bill clears Congress. Blumenfeld is resigning to lead climate philanthropy. Governor Newsom announced Friday that Cal EPA Secretary Jared Blumenfeld will step down next month. After decades in local, state, and federal positions, Blumenfeld will become the inaugural president of Waverly Street Foundation. The Climate Action Fund recently launched with $3.5 billion in seed funding from Lorraine Powell Jobs, widow of former Apple CEO Steve Jobs. Blumenfeld will work alongside former U.S. EPA Administrator Lisa Jackson, the Foundation's board chair and Blumenfeld's boss, while a regional administrator. Newsom hoped Blumenfeld will continue to be a dynamic force for change in the fight to tackle pollution and forge a cleaner, greener future. As secretary, Blumenfeld gained a reputation in agriculture for his strong views on pesticides and environmental justice, opinions that occasionally came out in meetings with stakeholders and in his personal podcast on environmental activism. Blumenfeld was instrumental in the 2019 cancellation of the insecticide chlorpyrifos, setting the administration at odds with the industry as Cal EPA set an agenda to sear the state away from conventional pesticides. Newsom has appointed Amelia Yana Garcia Gonzalez to replace Blumenfeld. Garcia Gonzalez is currently serving as Special Assistant Attorney General. She spent about four years at Cal EPA working on environmental justice and tribal affairs and two years as an attorney for Earth Justice, one of the nation's top environmental litigators. Senate staffer opposing ag dams retires. State Senator Henry Stern of Canoga Park and several others had warm accolades for Dennis O'Connor when announcing the longtime legislative consultant retirement last week. O'Connor was a pivotal player behind the scenes for two water bills that moved through the Natural Resources and Water Committee this year. He drafted a scathing critique of a bill proposing technical adjustments to small ag dams, which led to the committee stalling the measure, though Newsom would later sign it into law. O'Connor also overhauled a measure that had proposed to dissolve the water board and would instead address a range of other issues, raising alarms in agriculture over reforms to water rights. The lawmakers honored O'Connor for his instrumental role in many other major water policies during his decades in the legislature. Dennis has managed to steer us through these choppy waters, said Stern, of the controversial measure his committee often debates. The committee's vice chair, GOP Senator Brian Jones of Santee, shared that he and his staff agreed with O'Connor on policies more often than they disagreed. Historic climate bill clears Congress. The Agriculture Department is poised to pour nearly $20 billion into expanding climate-related farming practices and another $500 million into biofuel infrastructure under a historic funding package the Democrat-controlled House cleared Friday to slash U.S. greenhouse gas emissions. 
The bill, dubbed the Inflation Reduction Act, would provide $18 billion for four Farm Bill conservation programs, plus another $1.4 billion for the Natural Resources Conservation Service to provide technical assistance to farmers and measure the impact of farming practices on carbon emissions. The bill also includes new extended incentives for biofuels, plus about $20 billion in funding for USDA forestry and energy programs, including the biofuel infrastructure funding. There are also new provisions to provide debt relief to financially distressed farmers and victims of discrimination in USDA lending programs, replacing a loan forgiveness program for minority farmers that was blocked by courts. The House approved the bill on a strictly party-line vote, 220 to 207, now reading the measure for President Joe Biden's signature. You can read our full report at agripulse.com. USDA awards $197 million for conservation projects. Projects to conserve and restore grasslands are among the biggest beneficiaries of $197 million in grants awarded Friday under the Regional Conservation Partnership Program, which uses contributions from non-governmental organizations as well as states and local governments to maximize funding for each project. Four different grasslands projects will share $19.2 million in RCPP funding, which will be matched by $19.4 million in partner contributions, the Natural Resources Conservation Service said in an announcement. In all, 41 projects are being funded. In California, NRCS is awarding $1.7 million for a farmer-to-farmer collaboration with the goal of increasing the capacity of California agriculture lands to provide habitat, forage, and other support to wild and managed pollinators, including bees, butterflies, and other important invertebrate species. A broad partnership, including the Almond Board of California, Bayer Crop Science, and the California Farm Bureau, plans to use grower connections to secure the participation of producers across a wide swath of the 10-county project area. You can read our full report at agripulse.com. Bayer offers a digital tool for regenerative farming. Bayer will announce today it is offering growers a new digital platform to help them adopt regenerative practices. Foreground offers growers tools, resources, discounts, as well as the potential to earn revenue through the Bayer Carbon Program, the company says in the announcement. Based on the successful foundation of the existing Bayer Carbon Program, Foreground will expand and evolve to go beyond carbon offsets to explore other ways that farmers can make a positive impact in their operations through the adoption of regenerative agriculture practices and technologies and the potential to connect with companies to help them meet their sustainability goals from footprinting to value chain interventions all the way to carbon offsets, Bayer says. Here's today's He Said It. We hope you add a little more acid jazz in the daytime to your house. That Senator Stern to Dennis O'Connor, noting the staffer's office reputation for unusual music and a relaxed ponytail. Well, that's Daybreak West for this Monday, August 15th. 
with the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak West, I'm Jeff Nally.